Hey friends, it's Sonia Holmes here, and you're listening to the Own Your Work podcast, where I bring you some inspiration and some actionable steps to help you create your best work life yet. Now, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about something that I feel like I know just all too well, and that's the feeling of overwhelm, feeling drained, feeling defeated, feeling paralyzed because you just have too much going on and trying to figure out what do I even do at this point? I know the feeling and I've actually worked with professionals as well to help them navigate through that feeling, helping them to pause and disrupt some of our behaviors that actually leads us there. So I want to talk to you about some of those roads that will lead you to a state of feeling overwhelmed. And then some of those things that you can do to disrupt those behaviors and go from, I guess you can say overwhelmed to maybe even overflow that state where you are feeling fulfilled. You are operating from a clear place and you feel a little more in control and feeling like yourself, you know, the way that you actually want to feel when you tackle things. That is the goal. So I'm going to share with you a couple of things or behaviors that I have or tendencies that I'm always working on. And maybe you might find yourself here and somewhere in some of these things and you might deal with some similar uh, behavior. So I'm going to share with you mine. Now know that this is not an exhaustive list. So you might have something else that you do or something else that you might want to add to the list. This isn't the end all be all y'all. This is just some of the things that will lead Sonia straight to overwhelm and what I do to find my way out. All right. So the first one, like I said, there's many different paths. The first one I feel like for me is over committing. And I feel like in that bucket of over committing, you can just go ahead and throw over promising overextending myself, um, all of those, I feel like it's it's in that same bucket, overcommitting, overgiving, overpromising, overextending, right? And sometimes it's not always a bad thing. And sometimes these might be behaviors of yours, if you're anything like me, who, you know, maybe a <laughs> recovering people pleaser, but, you know, we've been sometimes conditioned to say yes to everything. Um, we've been conditioned to go above and beyond. Um, I remember my first job right out of college. I worked in an uh, environment where, you know, we, that was our way of doing things. Our way of operating was always trying to go above and beyond, go the extra mile. And we had another saying, which was like having a yes mentality. So we always wanted to figure out how can we say yes to this thing? And that was something I feel like it's helped me a lot. It served me. I mean, it was something that helped me to stand out. It's something that helped me to get promoted. Um, it helped me to be recognized. But I realized as I progressed in my career that even though that helped me to get to a certain place for those next places that I was wanting to go, I actually needed to learn how to say no to things. And that is where overcommitting will just keep you stuck. Overcommitting is when you're saying yes to far too many things, saying yes to things that you don't even have capacity for. And I think it's sometimes it's like scary to admit, but you're human. <laughs> and as a human, you have a limited capacity, you know, both mentally and physically. So I've learned to try to check in with myself and figure out like how much time do I actually have available? Um, understand what my physical and mental limitations are. Like, what can I 
take on? Like, what is my capacity? And just because you have the time for something, it doesn't mean that you always have the mental capacity to take that on because of the additional brain work that goes into certain things. So I've learned to try to be a little more intentional intentional about the things that I'm saying yes to. And as hard as it is for this recovering people pleaser, I'm learning to say no. Because even though things, and even though at times you do want to give and you do want to help, by saying yes to everything, you're compromising the quality of the things that are your true yes, the things that you really want, the things that are most important to you. So if this is a pattern of yours, if you have this behavior and find yourself in this cycle as well of overcommitting, overpromising, overextending yourself, I want to ch- challenge you to go back and figure out what your values are. Figure out what it is that you are going to be intentional about saying yes to, right? What is going to have your yes in this season? And you know the saying, if it ain't a yes, a heck yes, then it's a heck no, right? So figure out what has your yes in this season. What are your values in the season? What is most important to you? And then this is going to help you determine what you should be saying yes to, what you should be committing to. I also want to add, because part of that bucket as well too is overpromising. And I know that sometimes it can come from a good place. You know, we want to overdeliver. We want to, um, help others, but sometimes saying yes. And when you don't have the capacity, it can lead to overpromising. So what I say for that and what's really helped me is to take a step back. And to ask myself, am I setting realistic expectations for myself and for others? And if you learn how to set the proper expectations and really speak those out, like be very clear about what you're expecting of someone and what someone can expect for from you, it can really help you to focus on what you're promising and what you are actually committing to be able to deliver. So... For example, um, this in the recruiting role for me, it looks like managing the expectations of hiring managers that I'm working with or managing the expectations of candidates as well, too, trying as much as possible to give realistic realistic expectations of timelines and things like that. And sometimes there's things that are outside of your control, but being very clear and open and transparent about what you can promise, what's actually in your hands, and um, and just setting those realistic expectations. I've learned that it's important not only for me to set realistic expectations with others, but I've also had to do that with myself. So that way I'm not even over-promising myself. And so I can show up into a way that I'm most proud of, I guess you can say. So I try to, and this is something that I'm always working on, but trying to manage the expectations of others, like setting realistic expectations and not over-promising and not over-committing as well too. Something I'm always working on because the default mode of Sonia is to say yes. So I have to work hard on being clear on what is my yes. Not every good thing is a God thing. Not every good thing is good in this season. And sometimes we have to say no to things, even things that may seem good or might be helpful to others. 
Another thing I want you to think about too, I want to challenge you. If you find yourself taking on too much or trying to go above and beyond, sometimes it might actually look a little bit different than the picture that you have in your head. For example, early in my career, I used to think that going above and beyond meant if someone needs help with a report, that meant me pulling it. And what I've learned is if I kept doing that, they're going to keep coming to me for it. So going above and beyond, it doesn't necessarily mean pull the report for you, but sometimes it means like, you know what? How about I pull it, I show you, and you are now showing someone, or you can give them instructions, or basically just empowering others to do things so that you don't always have to say yes to things. So that is another way you can interrupt that cycle of overcommitting. Now, the other culprit of mine that really gets me and leads me straight to overwhelm that I actively work to interrupt is overcomplicating. Now, this can look like if you're a creator, sometimes we have big, really, really big ideas, but they're not easy to execute. And sometimes it can be confusing and unclear. And when it's overcomplicated or if it's complicated, you're less likely to follow through. You're less likely to commit to it and see it to the end. So I've learned to ask myself, take a pause, are there too many steps in here? Sometimes we have big ideas and big pictures, but sometimes we need to just take it one thing at a time. And so that's something that I'm learning to do because, again, overcomplicating, if you are putting a system or a process or even if you have an amazing project or thing that you're working on, if you have too many steps, if you have too much, if it's too robust where it looks amazing, but no one really un understands it, then it's less likely that anyone is able to really follow through on all the actions. And guess what? If you don't follow through on it, then it's less likely that you're going to hit the goal that you were trying to attain by putting it in place. So I've been learning and trying to evaluate things that I'm looking at whether I'm whether it's something that I'm working on for the podcast, whether it's a, a project at work, whether it's something that I'm working on at home. And I like to ask myself, if I feel overwhelmed when I'm approaching it, I try to pause and ask myself simply, am I overcomplicating this right now? Is there a way that I can simplify this, right? Can I remove a step? Can I, is there something that I can do to get this to the goal quicker? And that has helped me a lot to um, just take things that are complex or complicated and just to simplify it. So I would say if this is a pattern or a behavior of yours, I will encourage you to pause and ask yourself, am I overcomplicating this thing? How can I simplify it? What can I remove from it? Now, another thing um, that leads me straight to overwhelm, and you probably experienced this too, but it is overloading. And overloading sometimes is like just adding more things to your to-do list. Like instead of focusing on one to two things, you have a whole laundry list of things that you want to get done in a day. And let me tell you, there's only so much time in the day. And one of the things that I've learned to do that really helps me to just knock, you know, overwhelm in the face. I don't even know if that's a thing, a thing. <laughs> knock overwhelm in the face. But one thing that's helped me to really overcome overwhelm is instead of trying to add a laundry list to, you know, my things to do list, I really try to simplify that as much as possible. And I ask myself, 
Is there one thing that I can do today? Is there one to three things that I can focus on that I should be giving my attention that are most important? Sometimes it's as simple as what is the most important things that I should be worried on today? Because I can guarantee you, if you have a list of 10 to 20 things, all of those things don't need to get done today. A lot of those things can probably be outsourced, delegated, or you can ask for help, or you can pay someone to do it. I mean, a lot of these things, sometimes we take on way too much because we're used to being a superhero. We want to save the day. And sometimes the cape is not necessary. Sometimes what we just need to do is just ask ourselves, what's the one or two things that are most important? Okay. So instead of overloading yourself, I want to encourage you to try to simplify your life. Um, encourage you to listen to the episode on the DCDC method, um, because it really helps you to focus on what you should be putting your attention to. And usually it's only one to three things that really move the needle the most. So that is how overload leads to overwhelm. And those are some things that you can ask yourself and some things that you can do to really disrupt those behaviors. Now, the last one that I want to share for you, which is really big for me, is overthinking. Y'all, sometimes I can be so guilty of overthinking and overanalyzing things. And this will keep you in stuck mode because whether it's a big project, whether it's something that you're working on at work, a lot of times we can get in the habit of overthinking it because that's rooted in this idea that we want it to be perfect. We want it to be polished. And that's not always a bad thing because you have high standards. But if you operate like that and if you struggle with being overwhelmed because you just got so much on your mind or you just got so much going on or you're just keep thinking about the same task or project and trying to look at it different ways, I want to encourage you, take a step back, pause, stop overthinking it. And if you are, just pause and disrupt those thoughts and ask yourself, am I overthinking this right now? And I've learned that even when I take a moment and just do my little six second pause, I call it, I call it a power pause. But when I do my pause and I step out of myself for a moment or just take a step back, I guess you can say, um, step out of yourself sounds weird. But <laughs> when I take a step back and ask myself, am I overthinking this? Sometimes that helps to guide me back to the simplicity of things. And it helps me to look for the things that I might be overlooking in my effort to overthink things, right? Um, in my overthinking. So sometimes you just need to pause and ask yourself simply, am I overthinking this right now? Am I overcomplicating it? Because chances are you, you probably are. <laughs> um, so anyways, I know these are so basic, but I really want to encourage you to if you experience any of those things, if you have a behavior or tendencies to overcommit, overpromise, overextend yourself, to overcomplicate things, to overthink and overanalyze things, these are the culprits and these are the things that I am so guilty of that leads me straight to overwhelm. If you find yourself in any of this as well too, I want to encourage you to pause. I want to encourage you to pause because traditional hustle culture, it tells you to push through. Um, that you can rest when you're dead and to sacrifice whatever it takes to get it done. But I want to encourage you to just pause because sometimes the best thing that you can do in the moment is to pause. And that pause might 
help you to see things in a more clear way. And it can help you get clarity and work through some of that fog that comes when you're overwhelmed. When you are overwhelmed, it is hard to just push through things, um, at least in a clear way. Um, and at least in a way where you feel good as well, too. When you keep pushing through, when you're overwhelmed, it leads to burnout and drain and emotional exhaust. So I want to encourage you, listen to your body, listen to yourself. If you are feeling overwhelmed, friend, please just pause, breathe. You don't always have to push through. Sometimes you just need to pause and ask yourself a couple questions. Have I overcommitted myself? Have I overpromised in an area? Have I overcomplicated something? Have I overloaded myself with tasks and unending things to do? Am I overthinking an area? Because all of these things are things that I've experienced that will lead straight to overwhelm, which can lead to burnout. And if we don't pause and really disrupt this behavior, it will just be a continual cycle. And I really want better for, for you and for me. <laughs> I believe that there is a better way of operating. I believe that we can go after things without sacrificing our sanity. <laughs> so I want to encourage you to pause, friend. I got to say this, you know, I'm not a mental health professional. So sometimes we also need to seek professional help as well, too. And that is okay. I want to encourage you to leave any judgment that you have if you find yourself feeling overwhelmed, feeling like things is a bit too much right now. I encourage you to pause, ask yourself some of these questions. Also seek help. Don't judge yourself as well. But do that. Before trying to just push through, friend, I want to encourage you to pause. There is power in the pause. Well, friend, I hope that something that I said resonated with you today and that maybe you might find something that you can take away to use in your life to help you with overwhelm. I hope that something that I said can give you a tool because I really, really deeply believe that how you show up, it just flows over into all areas of our life, friend. And if you are overwhelmed at work, it's going to flow into your personal life as well and vice versa. So I'm hoping that these tools, whether it be in your work life or whether it be in your personal life, I'm hoping that we can find the way that we can manage and how we can proactively um, go after our goals, go after the things that we're trying to achieve without sacrificing our health without sacrificing the things that are most important to us, without sacrificing joy. And hopefully these tools will help you, you know, move from that overwhelmed state, hopefully into overflow where you feel like you can operate from a place of clarity, where you can feel like you can operate from a place of hope and courage, um, where you feel like you can give from a place that's not empty, friend. And I hope Again, I hope that you found something helpful in this episode. And until next time, friends, please remember that there is so much more to you than the work that you do on your work. Don't let work on you. Until next time, friends. Bye.